Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, 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 bon, bono. Hey, Cheryl. All right, I see you, girlfriend. Bono, bon, bono. Hey, man, get your ass out the street. Bono, bon, 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 bon. Who goddamn kids is these? Welcome back to another episode of Black Ass Podcast, a podcast so black it can't go bird watching in Central Park Karen free. Shout out to Christian Cooper. This episode I'm talking husbands dropping a ball in quarantine, black people owning the rainbow, and TBCU. I'll tell you more about it on this episode of Black Ass Podcast. Up, uh, what up? Uh, what up? Welcome back to another episode of Black Ass Podcast. Uh, with me Hadia Robinson thank you guys so much for bringing it on back thank you guys for sharing commenting doing what you do if you are not already following the podcast before we get into any of the whatever just hit the subscribe button I feel like whatever platform you on it's it's right there it says subscribe and when you subscribe then you know like boom when the podcast drop or whatever that is you know so uh and of course follow the podcast at black ass podcast facebook instagram twitter are we do we still have to say at was that an auntie moment i'm not sure like have we moved past at so-and-so or is it just you say it now i don't know y'all let me know somebody ask your five-year-olds ask the five-year five seven-year-olds in your life if they say it and roll their eyes that means that's old news and it shouldn't even be some shit that needs to be asked i just want to put it on (laughs) y'all i want y'all to look stupid in front of the young people in y'all life do that for me uh it's been rough i mean just me even pushing that air out of my chest it's been a long week y'all and the shit just started it's like not only are we dealing with the pandemic we got to deal with racism police brutality, targeting, you know, system. It's just all compounded. I don't know how y'all feeling, but I'm feeling very, very heavy today. So, uh, loving light guys. I'm sending love and light. Um, we gonna need to channel the ancestors for real to get through. Cause I don't know how targeting us all of a sudden became a part of dealing with the coronavirus for other people. But this is some bullshit <laughs> straight like that. I, I'm like, I'm so glad I went and read up on some weed. You don't even understand. I was down to my last joint and I started like almost getting a panic, like achy, panicky attack a little bit. Like I was just like, okay, how am I going to maintain my sanity sober? Who, huh? And I I can't do it with liquor. That's, that's what I realized about myself. If I got liquor, if I'm on liquor, I need to be out partying kicking it i can't be on liquor in my house i feel like that's how you start a problem you know what i mean that's how you start something where you just become the mean drunk sitting in the recliner and i i tell you i tell you another thing the the fucking <laughs> i don't want to be i don't want to be like that or just sitting on the couch crying listening to some old uh johnny mathis or something i don't want that kind of life okay i took it all the way back that's some shit my dad would listen to but no i guess mine would be be drunk Listening to Jodeci, right? Forever, my lady. Ah, I should have got married. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> so I got a few things I want to talk about. I honestly, if you came here to hear 
me go into details about the traumatic stuff, this is the wrong podcast. I, I can't do it. I know that there are a lot of news podcasts out there that will be able to give you the facts. I will only be able to give you emotion and screaming at the top of my lungs. And that's really not the vibe I'm trying to be on right now. So I'm going to try to keep it light, keep it, you know, as fun as possible, as much as possible. And then we up out of here. All right, let me kick this thing off with uh, what I'm learning from quarantine. Listen, this has been such a revelation. I say that every week, but it really is for me every day. I'm just learning something new, something new. You know, I talked about how much I hate my neighbor's kids. I didn't know that before like I knew it but I didn't know it like in my soul you get what I'm saying washing my legs I realized I had that you know aha moment in my Oprah voice the latest one is restaurant food is better period I said it you know like there's nothing like being able to go out to a restaurant sit down somebody else cook that shit it come to the table and that shit is bomb like, now, I'm not saying go to Taco Bell, none of that shit. No, no shade if you like Taco Bell, but also you need to love yourself more. But I'm talking about, it ain't got to be fancy. I'm not talking about shade on dawn or whatever kind of super fancy shit like that. I'm saying when you are able to put something on, meet up with friends, sit down, talk your shit, bartender come, you kicking it with the waiter, y'all talking, getting recommendations. Ooh, what's that? What's new? What's on the menu? What's not on the menu? That's my shit. What's not on the menu? Especially when I got a little bit of money. What's I want to know what's not on there and I don't give a damn what it costs. I mean, first of all, I'm going somewhere where I know my budget supports, <laughs> so I'm not crazy, but I'm just saying like, I want some new exclusive shit. I want my food to come to the table and other people be like, uh-uh, what's that? I'll be like, ha-ha, that's that new shit, right? That is freaking great. And then to top it all off, you get to leave and not do dishes. Do you understand how much I've been doing dishes? I'm already washing my hands all the time. So my hands actually feel like, you know, the um, Fantastic Four. The one that's made out of rocks. Imagine getting smacked by him in the face. That's how my hands feel at all times of the day. I'm talking about my hands feel like a civil rights fist. Like it just it's it's hard, you know. <laughs> the skin is hard, okay. And I mean, I I don't want to be sitting up washing dishes all day. When you go out to a restaurant, you have the time of your life. You spill shit. Oh, my bad. You ain't got to clean it up. You feel bad. You put on a good show. Oh, my. I am so sorry. But you ain't leaning down to really do nothing about it. It's just like, hey, that's somebody going to get it. You, you know? And it, But you in your house, you got to. You got grease popping all on. Now you got to wipe your wall down. You know? Like. Then what you gonna do with the grease when it's done? We don't even we don't even have Crisco cans no more. Now you gotta figure out what to do with the grease. I just I, I just wanted some nuggets, man. Y'all, it's, it's too much. <laughs> I'm giving y'all a Karen moment about something that ain't even that. But yeah, period. Restaurant food is better. I said it. I stand by it. It is what it is. Um, and I'm tired of cooking tired of it don't don't want it no more i'm tired of burning my wrist trying to get some shit out the oven i'm sick of it i can cook don't get it twisted i can cook i'm just i don't want to i don't want this to be my life right now um 
All right, so let's get into the question from last week. Uh, if you're not following the Black Ass Podcast Instagram page, then you missed it. Each week I'm asking a, asking a question. You guys are giving me answers to. And last week's question was, uh, name a song that's on your Get the Draws playlist. So um, if you don't know Get the Draws, GTD, remember that? Like, Your Honor, damn it, Your Honor. Tell, direct the witness to tell me what does GTD mean? I got the draws, got the draws. Remember, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, anytime I can use a reference from an episode of Martin, I'm going to do it. And y'all just going to have to deal with it. If you don't know that episode, that's the one where he got the park. He got the ticket for running the stop sign. And then he went and put everybody on the stand. It was like Columbo style. Oh my God. Your Honor, I like to change my plea. <laughs> Okay, never mind. I will do the whole episode. So, name one song on your Get the Draws playlist. Here are some of the responses that I got. All right. So, um, Diana Faye 31 said, Maxwell, till the cops come knocking. Yes, that is absolutely the joint. That You getting pregnant off of that song. That's one of them. Till the cops come knocking, just kind of feel like you're going against what you're supposed to be doing and you're going off, which means there ain't, ain't no condom involved with that. So you probably got a baby on the way. Um, Susie underscore B said, Anywhere by 112 featuring Zane. That was the joint too. That's I remember that. That was kind of the song where you in a club and you dancing with a dude and y'all going way too hard. Next thing you know, y'all in the bath. Okay, never mind. <clears throat> Somebody else's life. Anyway, um... Peaches and Cream by Monifa, and I, that's a new one to me. I'm I'm ex, I'm always excited to hear like new joints I hadn't really got up on. I was on, I was up on Monifa's very first album, but this joint was kind of hot. Uh, of course, the classic "Anytime, Any Place" by Janet Jackson. Yes, another pregnancy song for me. That was teen pregnancy, um, and then I got a got one that I wasn't prepared for. V3 TV said Pony. Which, I mean, I only know one Pony song, which is Genuine's Pony. And that just seemed a little too fast for me. Like, that just sound like a dude in a 4X um, jersey shirt <laughs> with some sideburns. Something about that. I'm just like, ah. Uh, it feel like it's just going to be too much baby oil involved. You know what I mean? Like, he he on your good sheets, just, ba it's too much. I don't know how I feel about that. And maybe not even baby oil, like S curl juice. Ah, I don't think pony it. And it's too upbeat. I don't want to feel like I'm doing a running man and having sex. That ain't, that ain't hot to me. But if you, uh, are interested, I actually created a playlist of all these songs. So I definitely, if you have not already listed your song, that's on your get the draws mix, then add it to the, uh, comment section and I'll add it to the playlist. So if you are on Spotify, go to Spotify and under the playlist, uh, it's listed right there for get the draws, get the draws. All right. So in a segment I'm calling lies from hell, I came across a tweet from a girl that said her friend didn't want her to be a bridesmaid since she was too dark too well to wear yellow. Bitch, you a damn lie. First of all, yellow on black people is yellow any color on black people i'm telling you you can pull out any color in the orange white magenta black gold green even down to puke green i'm still gonna be like yo that shit is hitting 
period. I mean, how do you against dark against that complex that melanin? Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, and what was so dope is everybody was just kind of posting pictures for her to see of other black people like girl get into it I mean from celebrities to just everyday people posting their own pictures like I don't know who your friend is but bitch get into my face with this yellow jacket on and every picture slapped it was just one after another and after another after another um and it's really messed up because you know you would think 2020 it I'm not saying white people or racism is dead or none of that is gonna move past it but when at what point do we black people move past it because how is that even something that people say anymore like who the fuck says that i can see maybe somebody old ass grandmama saying that shit you know while she drinking rum in the living room in the little recliner she ain't going nowhere right uh-uh, i know you ain't going out of here with that hot pink shirt on right but you ain't listen to grandma. Grandma can't go outside no way. So it's like, yeah, girl, I'm out. Bye. Enjoy the soaps, right? But not only is it this outdated mindset, but who even came up with that? Like, are we responsible for that? Or was that something that was beat into us during slavery times? Like, I don't want y'all outside feeling good and wearing colors and shit. Or I, what was that? Or... Or, I don't know where it come from. Don't let me get in too deep. But I'm just, that shit made me sad. So then, of course, I'm scrolling all the way through because I want the Twitter uh, <laughs> Twitter investigation unit to find out who her friend is. So then I can go over to her page and watch her get dragged. But it never came up. And then I realized it wasn't even about her friend. Fuck her friend. That wedding going to be trash as fuck. And I feel like people who feel like that and think like that. I wouldn't even want to be around them no way. At the end of the day, if you're not a black person that's standing for black black people, period, across the board, not all of them, you know. Stacey Dash and them, they on they across the front. We we traded them last season. They ain't even on the roster right now. So I'm saying black people who standing for the beauty, the the creativity and all that shit of black people, I don't even wanna we can't be cool. I can't vibe with you. You damn near a Trump supporter in my eyes. You know what I mean? Like, no. All right, well, take care. God is good. Mm-hmm. Go over there. Like, gross. Um, but shout out to that uh, young girl. I hope she read all those tweets and was inspired and reaffirmed or whatever she needed to get out of it. I mean, I feel like she posted it there for that. So I hope the response that she got is exactly what she needed. Even if she made up a lie, I feel like it was it was great for other people to see and have that conversation. And maybe it was somebody in the world scrolling through their timeline and saw that and felt the same way and was like, Oh man, I needed that, you know, confirmation that I'm the shit. Yeah, bitch, <laughs> the darker, the better, like go off on every color. It don't even matter. All right. In our next segment, I'm calling bitch. <laughs> uh, it's a, a story that I saw about a woman who gave up her business and laid off 13 employees because her husband couldn't care for their three-year-old son. Her at-home husband, the husband that's in the house with her that don't even have a job, didn't really have a job before quarantine started. She paying all the bills, holding it down with this company. Now she done laid off 13 people who were probably also holding it down for their families because a man could not be in the house with his own three-year-old child and take care of them while this woman maintained the household for a quarantine. I mean, yes, we may be in quarantine for two years, but this bitch 
carried the baby inside of her body for at least a year. So what the... And this is not even just the only story I've seen. There was another story of a woman whose husband was tired of taking care of the baby and felt like she wasn't contributing enough and she was stressed out. So he called her boss and asked the boss to put her in another position so that she could be more present in the house. Woo! Mm-mm-mm. You know, sometimes when you, as a woman, sometimes I feel like, man, I really wish I was in a relationship. I wish I was married. I wish I... But then, bitch, mm, mm, mm. I just have to praise dance to a damn uh, <laughs> Lil John song because, woo, y'all really going through it. I mean, yeah, you getting some quarantine dick and hopefully it's good. I mean, I feel, think about the chicks who in quarantine with some dick that ain't even good. So now she taking care of all the kids, getting some subpar dick and stuck in the house. Man, I, I can't even, I can't even. So... And I'm not saying it's across the board for all husbands, but bitch, I feel like for this woman, what is the point? You are getting nothing out of this dude. You can't even hold it down with your three-year-old son during the day while this woman puts in work and takes care of the household. So here are the things that I believe would be more helpful for this woman and women who are in this same situation than being with a dude who can't support you in the middle of a fucking pandemic and take care of your kids. All right, here we go. Uh, you can probably get a cardboard cutout of Barney and just have some kind of tape recorder strapped to the back of it so that the kid is think he talking to Barney, but Barney is just singing songs and just standing there, right? Maybe if it's, you know, you don't want the hard edges, put a little fuzzy blanket over this cardboard cutout, but that would be more helpful than this man in the house not being able to take care of a three-year-old, right? Um... An indoor jungle gym. I mean, literally just put, let this child climb on every surface of this house until they either knock themselves out and have a concussion and or just run themselves tired, right? Speaking of run themselves tired, I think maybe getting a pit bull that's slightly aggressive to chase them around the house until they pass out or just maybe a pit bull on a chain that just goes out far enough and then the kid is behind the gate so the dog can't get to the kid but the kid is just running around. You know, kids don't have a sense of fear. So this kid running back and forth while the dog is barking and growling and drooling on itself because it want to eat this fucking kid hey that kid is gonna run all day pass out go to sleep right there boom put a blanket down that would be more helpful than this dude okay um nyquil i'm talking about a shit ton of nyquil amazon prime delivers this shit for free okay this is not something you gotta go far for just a nice little cap for a little little something on top of the oatmeal they think it's raspberry <laughs> They think it's raspberry syrup. No, ma'am, that is NyQuil. You will be asleep in five minutes, right? Any, uh, OnlyFans. Hey, guess what? Put this dude out. Set up you a OnlyFans uh, in front of your computer. Maybe you sitting there in a candy necklace, bra and panty set. But that would be more helpful than you having this grown-ass man in the house that can't hold you down and support you while you are bringing in the money for the house. I can't even deal. I can't even do. So for the women out there that's in these situations, I really hope some of these suggestions might come into, you know, it might spark something. You ain't got to take these exact ones. You know, maybe your candy necklace, bra and panty set, maybe it's made out of Twizzlers. I don't know. What I'm saying is 
There's no way you should be in a house working overtime, paying all the bills. And some dude who's in this house with you can't just hold you down until this quarantine is over and take care of the child that y'all made together. To, this ain't just the child you brought in from another relationship and you like, oh, and now this is your new daddy. No, this is the child that y'all procreated and made together. And you can I can't even do it. I can't even do it. So shout out to y'all. Love and light. <laughs> Love and light. Okay, so next up, I want to give an update to the top Karens of COVID. Uh, we've had some fuckery happening in the past week since last week's top five countdown. So I just wanted to submit some new Karens because they deserve. <laughs> uh, the first Karen, um, I don't have her name, but she was recording from inside of her car after a moment being out in a world where she had to wear a mask outside and she just doesn't understand what's happening. And it's like, you don't know what's happening? All people have been talking about is we're in the middle of a pandemic, like across around the world, not just in your town, not just in where you like to go to shop, around the entire world but you don't know what's going on almost a hundred thousand people are dead but you don't know what's going on and she's just she's so she just doesn't understand um that she can't see people's faces and she can't make healing connections bitch where are you making these healing connections are you making healing connections in the middle of the store are you at Rite Aid hugging people what the fuck are you doing that is stressing you out about wearing a mask because at the end of the day if you want to make some healing healing connections go to your people's house and make a healing connection don't nobody need a healing connection in the middle of the world out in the world in the middle of a pandemic I don't I just don't understand what is the what is the stress for these people to just put on a mask. Because the truth of the matter is. You wearing a mask for your trip to the store. The doctor that's going to have to take care of your ass. After you get the COVID. Is going to have to be wearing a mask. They're wearing masks all effing day. Because they seeing dumb asses like you. Who refuse to put on a mask. So no they don't have the luxury of making healing connections. Because they sitting in surgery all goddamn day. They seeing patient after patient after patient. Standing on their feet all day. Watching people die all day long. Because they just. Because people I just can't make a healing i can't hug people and touch somebody's baby first of all bitch people babies don't want to always be held and touched by especially by people they don't damn know babies want to be held by their mama and people that look familiar to them okay you out grabbing you just in the world grabbing people babies making healing connections bitch if you don't take your stupid ass home and here's the thing and this is what the conclusion i've come to this shit ain't got nothing to do with putting on a mask. This shit only has to do with the fact that white people are don't want someone to tell them what to do. Most people of color, whether they were brought here enslaved or come came here after, have we've been following all we've been given is rules. Don't do this. Don't go here. You can't be one after the other, right? So it's guidelines that we've had to live by. But white people have just been able to do whatever they want, go wherever they want. And so the moment somebody asks, can you please do this? Now it's just, it's it's a violation of their whole existence as a human being. Like, bitch, the nerve. So speaking of being asked a simple request, brings me to the next Karen of COVID, uh, Amy Cooper, who was recorded, thankfully, 
by a man she encountered in Central Park. She had her dog off the leash in an sp- area that she's not supposed to have her dog off the leash. This man who's bird watching asked her to put her dog on the leash. And she threatens and goes through with the threat, calling the police and telling them that an African-American man in a bike helmet is threatening her. First of all, African-American man in a bike helmet, bitch, you ain't threatened. I'm sorry, an African-American dude who's actively wearing a bike helmet, he's already thinking about safety. The last thing he's about to be doing is being in the world threatening some white broad. Not going to happen. In the middle of Central Park, I mean... Central Park Five, the most iconic place that black people have been targeted and accused of some shit they didn't do. He's going to do that in the middle of Central Park, bitch. I doubt it. Right. And then I'm watching a video. She's saying she's threatening, threatened. But before she called the police, she running up on him talking about stop recording me. And she's pursuing him, like walking toward him to the point where the man had said, please don't approach me. This man is calm completely non-threatening you can even his tone is de-escalating and this bitch calls the police and tells them that there's a african-american man threatening her so video got out went all the way around bitch lost her job and lost her dog because in the middle of the video yo she is choking this dog i, I don't mean to laugh but let me tell you something I don't even think Michael Vick treated a dog the way this woman treated this dog. I'm telling you, it was their dogs in heaven looking down like, God damn, bitch. Let him go. <laughs> she got the dog yoked up as she's pers- like, like as she's walking up on this black man. She got the, the dog is like, hey, chill, ma, chill. He do it. Let me go. The dog is twisting, turning, figure eights. This dog is like, bitch, I can't. <sighs> Funny thing is, and I'm really interested to find out, is she more embarrassed that she lost her job and was seen threatening this black man? Or is she more embarrassed that she got seen choking this dog out? Because as we know, a lot of white people, they don't care about black people getting murdered, but they damn sure care about a dog getting harmed in any kind of way. I just would love to know, like, what her friends group and people around her, what are they saying? Like, are they not friends with her anymore because she choked this dog? Or are they, like, absolutely block, uh, shunning her from their circles and text groups? Like, is she completely isolated now because she choked this dog? Or because she actively tried to have a black man killed because that's what it is we all know that when white people call the police for no reason that is basically trying to have them murdered and she said it so her later on coming out with her apology and i'm not gonna even read it because it's some bullshit i don't i'm not going for it and i don't give a fuck about nobody apologizing because in 2020 when you do something like this and you call the police or you threaten to call the police you know exactly what result is gonna what the result is gonna be that's not something you're doing because you think oh well the police is gonna come and he's just gonna stop them from recording and then everything's gonna be fine and i'm gonna go home and this black man is gonna go home no bitch when you call the police you know that that end result could mean that this black man will lose his life because you didn't want to put a leash on your dog. I mean, you know what? So, uh, fuck you to the Karens out there who are continuously making it, making this pandemic even worse. It's already unbearable. It already is. Oh, and a big fuck you to all the people that went to pool parties and fucking clubs and was just hanging out. Like they was 
in that scene from Boys in the Hood when everybody was just on the strip kicking it. I don't know what I I don't know what y'all don't get about pandemic, but I, I'm over it. I, I I can't even deal. Like this is the shit that makes me want to cry because it's just gonna prolong it and prolong it and prolong it. And I'm not even I at this point I don't even give a fuck about y'all. Like legit, do not give a fuck about y'all. If y'all stupid enough to feel like this shit is not real or it doesn't matter, then God bless. I who I'm concerned about are all the people who are working in the medical field from the people from the front door all the way to the people carrying the trash out the back, right? Y'all not even thinking about them, regardless of y'all, like the level of selfishness that y'all have to have to be out here when it, in the middle of a pandemic, in each other's faces. I'm talking about, it was a pool party. It had to be about 700 white people in this pool, just no masks in each other's face, probably drinking each other's drinks, just getting a whole ass life. And then I seen another clip of a whole line of black people all in bathing suits. I don't know if they going into the same pool party through the segregated section. I don't know. But I'm just thinking, even if one in every five people in these crowds ends up with COVID, do you know how many people that's going to be going into the hospital? So now you not only infecting everybody in your life, right? Now you're going into the hospital. So now these doctors and nurses who are just there trying to do their duty as professionals at this point, I wouldn't, I just want to say to all of the medical people, everybody in the medical field, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So when I come treat me, you know what I'm saying? Put me in a nice little room. I'm, I got y'all back. So if for whatever reason I end up in this hospital, right? Just Put me on the good shit. Uh, give me that profile, Michael Jackson drip. You know, not, monitor it though. Don't let me go overboard. But I'm saying, give me the extra pillow. Throw a couple of extra blankets on a bitch. But the rest of them hoes, hey, y'all should legit. I would not be mad. And I feel like me, people in the medical field are well, well within their rights to be like, nah, I'm good. At this point, people in the medical field should just, I, I, nah, nah, I'm straight. I'm, I'm not coming in. The same way, <laughs> the same way, you know, sometimes when you work in a bullshit job and they want you to, can you stay late? Nah. Like when you at that point and you just fed up and you like, I don't give a fuck no more. Y'all can fire me. It is what it is. That's, that's the point. I feel like people in the medical field are, and they have absolute every right to just be like, nope. And y'all just going to have to deal. But if I come down there, hook a bitch up. All right, in a final segment, I'm calling. Yeah, I. <laughs> That's actually the segment is yeah, I, and then I laugh hysterically. Um, in a recent sit down with lawmakers in Michigan, you know who I roll emoji. Uh, after bragging about improving the lives of Black people, yeah, I. Uh said that he was open to the idea of founding a new historically black college in Detroit. Y'all, I just, I don't even, like, yeah, I, first of all, let me just start here. I didn't even know the historically black college that was once in Detroit. It's out of operations, but it was founded in 1928 and it ran until 2013, Lewis College of Business. So shout out to all the alumni of this uh, historically black college, but I don't know about y'all, but the idea of uh, T T B C U, nah, no thanks. Um, I'll pass. I'm all right. That sound that sound like 
potato salad with peas in it. I have no interest in it. That this man couldn't even make a college work for white people. You think he about to make a college work for black people? Do y'all really feel like that? Like, come on, stop it. And what is the what is the curriculum gonna be? I I have some ideas. Here we go. Uh, this is what the school. This is some of the classes the school is gonna offer. You know, um, that my African American over there. <laughs> that's the. <laughs> That's the orientation course. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, what else we have? Alternative facts. Uh, bigly strategies. That's a business course. So, you know, you cannot get your degree without bigly strategies. Uh, overall course, of course, is blame Obama. No matter what degree you get, and you have to take blame Obama. It's an essential course. Uh, moving like a bitch, and then the advanced course, pussy grabbing, <laughs> and then a whole umbrella course is bribery and lying. So then you have like prostitutes 101, lawmakers 305. So, oh, and don't let me forget humanities courses like uh, cheating on your wife and tweeting like a bitch. <laughs> ignoring your other daughter <laughs> oh my god and cannot forget the mighty MAGA marching band <laughs> it's basically the marching band Taylor Swift had <laughs> when she tried to remix homecoming like girl okay <laughs> they only playing songs from Kid Rock and Kanye West <clears throat> All right, y'all, I am going to stop there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before I go, before I go, really quick, would like to ask everybody that listens to this podcast, you know how much I love black people, and so I have made no secret about that. So I want to invite everybody to please go to medicine for the number four, melanin.com. It's a platform that I'm creating with a very dear friend of mine, and it's all about uh, connecting black and brown people to the businesses and individuals committed to the physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional healing of our community. That's right. So please go to the website, fill out the information so that we can contact you with upcoming events, pop-ups. We have a lot of things planned and starting very, very soon. Uh, we're going to do a seven week interview series right from our Instagram page. So make sure you're following medicine for melanin on Instagram. Okay. That's it. I've said everything I needed to say. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. If you are not already, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast and leave a review. I'm about to start reading reviews again. Um, so leave your review. If you don't, if you ain't feeling the podcast, that's cool too. You know, Hey, it's a lot going on in the pandemic. I understand, but leave that review. And of course, follow the podcast, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and find me on, and all my links, hrcomedy.com. That wraps it up guys. Thank you so much. Y'all be safe. Wash your hands and wash your ass. I'm out.